0: Welcome to the Discovery Doc Podcast, where we advocate for optimal wellness and reducing everyday toxic loads, no matter where life takes you. I'm Dr. Cece, doctor in nursing practice, self-proclaimed toxin tamer, and a crunchy mama.
1: I'm Anna Kate, a medical mystery overachiever and your discovery liaison. Join us on this exciting journey as we explore the world of holistic health, cutting-edge research and practical solutions for a healthier life. Together, we'll navigate through the complexities of wellness, sharing valuable insights, and expert advice.
0: Tune in to the Discovery Doc podcast. Get ready to be inspired, empowered, and discover a whole new way of looking at your health. Welcome back to The Discovery, Doc. I'm here with your host, Dr. Cece, functional medicine nurse practitioner, self-proclaimed toxin tamer, and crunchy mama, and my co-host over here. I am in Kate, your medical mystery overachiever
1: and district liaison. And today we have another special guest. So will you introduce our lovely
0: special guest? Absolutely. We have the beautiful, amazing, intelligent Dr. Jital Pancholi. This is someone who I refer quite a bit of patients to because of her just wealth of knowledge. So I'm so excited to dive in to all the things that she specializes in. But Dr. Pancholi is a pelvic, pelvic health specialist who really empowers everybody, not just women, and that's some, something we'll talk about, but everybody who is faced with things like pain and leakage and prolapse, and you know, just the ins and outs of pregnancy as well. So we are so excited to have you here. Dr. Pancholi, if you wouldn't mind just taking the floor, but how did you get to be here talk to us about your background about your education what led you to operating your practice today like you do
2: yes well thank you so much cc and uh, anna to have me over but i am so excited to be here and i am jeetal pancholi Owner of On Purpose Physical Therapy. I'm a pelvic floor PT. I've been a PT for the last 15 years. I started my journey into orthopedics, sports, vestibular, and pelvic floor rehab. Like I've done it all. I've done everything, and I have landed here. I have evolved here. I rest here. This is my safe space, and I absolutely love to work. With um, everyone and anyone who has public health issues, because I feel like that is the deep core or the root cause of a lot of different things that most of us don't like to talk about. And I think it not only heals somebody physically, which most of you know, pe- people with uh, physical issues, those are the pro- uh, concerns that we have in physical therapy. And those are what we address traditionally in physical therapy, but there are so many that are behind the physical complaints, which is more emotional, spiritual, all those other issues that we don't speak about. And that is what I really love to heal. And I feel like this has given me the path to not just help the patients with their physical problems about their embarrassing situations, but to even heal them in all the different facets. And honestly, that is my biggest motivation and that is why I founded my practice, and uh, which is what we do here. We do everything that's right. We do everything that's honest. And we love being ourselves and being what I think everyone needs out here. And uh, just love helping all everyone who have either chronic pain or even pregnancy, postpartum, any of those issues, whether you're a child, female or male or anyone else who who has a pelvis? We can basically treat you.
0: I so, love that. I love when you put it that way because no one thinks about it that way. Anybody with a pelvis can benefit from pelvic floor therapy. But talk to me. I know you made a transition in life with going <laughs> from more of the orthopedic side of physical therapy to now <laughs> landing. And I know that you feel is where you're meant and designed to be just how I feel like I'm meant and designed to be how I practice where was that turning point for you what what was going on either in your personal life or in school or in the clinic that you finally said this really doesn't feel right this isn't for me well
2: there was never a moment until i would say i would say if you were to refer to a moment that would be my journey with having my kids i think that was that just changed a lot in me physically mentally spiritually in a lot of different ways it is not things that we as women prepare for, uh, always. We're always inspired by all the other things that happen and come along. But there's a lot that changes in you. Well, I would say traditionally what I did feel is working in the orthopedic background, I would always love working with hip and back. Like those were my favorites. And every time I would help them, I would, you know, I would reach a point where I felt like I was able to heal them almost 95%, but I am quite a perfectionist when it comes to doing things. And I'm like, where is those 5%? Where can I heal them more? And yeah. um, that just really helped me dive into the public end of this. And that's how I s- transitioned into public floor rehab. The more and more I went into it, I started falling in love with everything that I started learning. And then my own journey inspired me more trying to rehabilitate after my first one and i i believe like that was a turning point in my life where uh you know from my own injuries from my own healing journeys where i felt there was a lot of things that a lot of women don't know despite of coming from a background coming from a society where i knew everything when it comes to public health but i couldn't help myself because you cannot treat yourself always. And uh, there was a lot of education pieces that I felt was a big struggle even in the medical community, uh, even amongst women that I met. And oftentimes the stories that I would hear is just because you have just had a baby, this is what you're going to feel. Because you just had a baby, this is probably how you're going to feel for some time. And um, well, I obviously knew better. And so I started working on myself, trusting my own gut and moving myself forward into this. And there came a time where I basically thought I want to do it the way I would love to heal myself. And I started my practice because I wanted to help others so that, I, so that they can get the care as if it was me receiving the care at that end. So uh, I just wanted to treat the way I like to be treated. And so I started my business in that fashion. And I feel like there's nothing better to do than because we always want the best for ourselves. And if we want the best for ourselves, we need to learn to give the best to others as well. And that's what I thought was the missing piece. Um, and I feel like everyone does provide the best, but everyone's definition is way different. And um, And that's, you know, my journey inspired me to do what I do now. And I feel like I wanted to keep growing so that I could teach more and more women. And if I can even change 1% mm-hmm. of this population and help inspire them to trust their own intuition, gut, question themselves on what they felt, you know, self-reflect, I think that's huge. We just keep, we're so busy. We're on the go all the time, like just looking back. And I feel like that is one thing that inspired me to do what I do today.
0: Amazing. Absolutely amazing. For, for anybody who might not even know what pelvic floor therapy is, can you Mm -hmm. explain a little bit without going into depth yet, which we will about who it can help and kind of different symptoms that we can see it, it resolve? What in, in general senses is pelvic floor therapy?
2: I wish I had a one small yeah. tag line for this. And I'm going to say what I said before. Um pelvic floor therapy technically is for anyone who has a pelvis. Okay? It is it is not one simple thing. And I would say pelvic floor therapy is a is like learning a different language altogether. It is not, it is a field of physical therapy or other therapies, but very very different than traditional physical therapy. And uh, I believe pelvis is very, very crucial, no matter what background you come from. I think pelvis is very, very crucial. It is something that connects your upper body to your lower body. And it is what uh, bal- provides mobility, because someone with a fractured pelvis will be limited in their mobility. They're probably put on bed rest. But someone with an injured leg can still move. So pelvis is just extremely, extremely cru- crucial, no matter what, how you look at it. And um, if you're looking at a person, you're not just looking at their pelvic floor. And I think that is where the tunnel vision comes in. Yes, we're working on pelvic floor therapy where we're working on the muscles, but but we're working on the system. And um, to be able to make, which is why I said, I wish I could say this in a very, very brief way, but we're not working with just your pelvic floor muscles. We're working with the system which is your full body that connects your upper to your lower that helps you move and that helps you keep the balance. Because without that, there is no mobility and there's no stability.
0: Right, absolutely. And I think that's a good kind of liaison into I want to focus on women specifically right now. I, I think anybody who thinks of pelvic floor therapy automatically thinks of women. So everybody stay tuned because there's a whole different subset of humans that pelvic floor therapy can can assist, but thinking of women specifically and starting prenatal, what mm-hmm. are? I have twofold. I have two questions. Number one is if a, a pregnant woman comes to you, what are? Without giving away too much, mm-hmm. what are the flags that you look for, and or what can that woman expect to benefit from? And then this, the kind of second part would be, I think there's a lot of symptoms that pregnant women feel might be normal that that pelvic floor therapy has absolutely nothing to do with. And so kind of incorporating what symptoms you could expect improvement from in pregnancy with pelvic floor therapy.
2: Yeah, no, great question, Dr. Brooks. Um, well, firstly, going to that first question that you asked, um, what could a pregnant mama get benefit with? Well, most of everything, you know, well, that's a, reason why, well, a reason when somebody comes to you or who's pregnant wants to really have a better birth experience. That's the number. That's the top reason. Right. And they want to have minimum traumas, no matter what, you know. What your journey's been, that's the ultimate goal. We want to have a better birth experience. We want less trauma, minimize injuries. We want to be able to rehab better or get back to our life better after there are a bunch of other things. And whether it's your first baby or your second baby or your third baby or your fourth baby, lo- the longer, you know, the more you have. There are lots more other things to work on. So it, you know, if it's your first one, people are traumatized from, um, oh my God, I'm going to have a really long labor. I'm going to have, you know, but that's really not the truth. If you work, there are ways that we can do birth prep, which can be generic, but there are ways we can do birth prep, which are specific to your body. I think that is what is unique. You can take a childbirth education class and that can give you great understanding, but birth prep is more for you, for your own body type, for your own mobilities for understanding um, whether or not you're doing workouts right now, whether or not you're doing stretching exercises. Do you have enough pelvic mobility? Do you have enough pelvic stability to control? Because when your baby's trying to come out, whether it's naturally or C-section, however you're preparing yourself, um, by all means, we want to be able to provide you a better support system. And that is what's important. And no matter what birth you choose for, this is going to help you prepare for that, whether it is unmedicated, medicated, vaginal, C-section. But the bottom line is we all want fewer or no injuries. Like we want less trauma. I would never say anyone here wants more trauma at all. So this this is going to help you with everything and every gist of it and uniquely, it is for each and every body type which is different does that uh, help
1: yeah, yeah absolutely yeah so my question is that when you are looking at someone's pelvis um how small of a degree of off kilter either way does do problems start to arise with lower back pain or hip pain or knee pain like you know cuz it shoulder pain like if your body and your muscles are trying to compensate for that what is that degree? Um, I guess how big or how small of a degree of a change in, the, in how the pelvis sits? Um, do you start seeing patients that need to come in to adjust that to get back to that um, right uh, like, equilibrium? Yeah, that's it. Sort.
2: Well, the equilibrium definition is very different. There's nothing like perfect, you know. I wish there's life is all about being imperfect, and life is all about keeping the best balance. Uh, When someone's pregnant, there is a lot more laxity and it depends on what, um, you know, what they were doing even before. Like I've worked with some gymnasts who have hypermobility, even to begin with, Mm -hmm. or someone with, uh, you know, who've been really, really stiff and where we have to work on more mobility. Like there could be people that were working on stability and there could be people that were working on mobility pregnancy is a time i feel requires more of that controlled mobility and stability i think that is the balance and there is no specific degree for it if that helps answer that question we want that hip to completely have good range of motion so that your baby can sit into the pelvis can sit into the bucket or we we would also need a good hip range of motion going internally or externally so that you can have a better muscle contraction to push your baby out so we work on different strategies to help prepare you on the pushing mechanics but we also primarily help you build that mobility and stability so that you can help with that you know and there is a lot of you know unpredictable situations that can happen with birth you can't prepare for everything in life but you can do the best you can. And this teaches you and this gives you the best possible ability because it's not generic information. It is pertaining to your own body type and it's pertaining to everything that you've done in your life so far and how your body presents today.
0: If some women are retaining some of that tightness within their pelvic floor specifically, What Mm -hmm. symptoms would you expect them to be experiencing before they they come to you in pregnancy?
2: Yes, and that's a great question because um, that's one thing that we often get asked is, should I be in pain or should I be leaking? When do I come to you? Well, my rule of thumb is um, you can still have dysfunctions and have no symptoms. But if you do have symptoms, whether it's pain leakage or whatever other symptoms that you may have, then you have tons of other dysfunctions that have led you to that point. Like your body is so beautiful, our bodies are so so amazing. They compensate, they substitute for things. So they're not gonna talk to you right away. They're gonna do their best. And at some point when they're at that breaking point, they're gonna scream and this is their way of screaming and telling you, hey, better take care of me now. And there could be low back pain, sciatica pain, tailbone pain, leakage, all of these, by the way, uh, which are very, very common in pregnancy, they're not normal. You can completely, completely become sedentary-free. i worked with tailbone pain and I've had people who have reached out and uh, were very, very unsure whether or not pelvic floor therapy should be something that they should consider when they're in so much pain and um, to have their second childbirth and, or first childbirth in that opinion. And this person could barely even move. And she was like, I can't do anything. Should I just come and see you after I have the baby? And I was like, no, I need to
0: see you now. Please don't wait. Yeah, please. No.
2: So this person was amazed to see that just because she was pregnant and she was hoping to get the relief after, like in the postpartum phase, um, She was completely pain-free. She had minimum trauma, like nothing at all. She's like, I didn't even know I had this baby in no time. She's like, it's the best ever experience I've ever had. Um, There's so much. There's so much that you get out of it. Those joys when you hear people tell you that I could not believe that this was even possible. Even when I was pregnant, because most of the time, pregnancy is related to being in pain, being in discomfort. That's not the truth.
0: Yes. And I love that because I do think society has pushed common things, common symptoms to being normal. And, and they're not just because they're common does not mean they're normal. And that goes in pregnancy as well. And I also wish that pelvic floor therapy should be integrated as a mainstream mainstay, staying healthy and staying well and not waiting until there's a problem. Because I think most people only seek out help once there is a problem. And and that problem then equates to very complicated symptoms.
2: Right, yes, and I agree with you. I wish wish we have a better support system, at least here in the United States. We have to be our own advocates for now, uh, where we can go seek our own care and have to do our own due diligence and research. But there, it's not readily available for everyone. I feel like everyone at some point in their life needs pelvic floor therapy. And I feel every single mom, that journey of childbirth and that journey while you're pregnant, your pregnancy rehab can inspire your postpartum recovery. So it's just like, you know, I tell this very often, like if someone goes to a knee surgery, their doctors are going to give you a full protocol. Like, this is when you do therapy. This is when we do surgery. This is when you do therapy. Unfortunately, when you have a baby, when you're pregnant, yeah, okay.
0: That's such a great way That's to look
2: So there's no support system before. I mean, you do go for your visits, your prenatal visits, but there's no guideline. There's no substantial help down each road. And I believe that could be better and that's why we're here we are just not trying to be your support systems for what your physical therapy or your pelvic floor therapy um, needs are we're here for whatever you need so that we can guide you with other people that we know or if there are things that we could do we can help but at least you don't feel you're lost and you have to be your own advocate for everything i think it's such a crucial time even emotionally for so many So we're just in together.
1: Absolutely. It's good to have a dream team. Yes.
0: Yes. The dream team. I'm
1: all, I'm all about the dream team. I only see specialists. So,
0: (laughs) (laughs) so then leading into postpartum recovery, I love that you mentioned this, that if you take care and, and work on your body in pregnancy, it only leads to a better delivery and then only leads to a better postpartum recovery as well. But let's Mm -hmm. say that you have a woman who didn't know that and comes to you for postpartum care. What is your optimal timeline there? When do you like to see women postpartum? What are certain aspects that that you can help them with um, in that really sensitive timeframe to improve how they feel and how they heal?
2: Yeah, and this is a great question, uh, Dr. Brooks, because there, you know, there are specific guidelines but honestly the guidelines are based on what an individual is presenting with uh someone with someone with extreme pain we can see them even at 2 weeks postpartum do i want to see them that's a different story because i want them to sleep yeah i want them to heal i want them to cuddle with their baby but if they are in a lot of pain and that is impacting There is so much we can do externally to help inspire their internal health. So um, the other piece of information I believe that might help in, you know, this question that you asked is pelvic floor therapy is not just about internally working. And, you know, it's not like we're just working on your pelvic floor muscle uh, internally. We're working on a lot of external things, your hips, your back, everything that supports your pelvic floor. So there's so much you can do even postpartum. Someone who's been to us before has those little baby steps to work their early postpartum journey. But someone who has no idea, I would recommend that we always have a phone call between two to four weeks so that if there are things that you have that, you know, if we can start, if we need to start off early, we can absolutely do that. Um, But if there are other things that seem to bother them, we come up with a question list, we come up with ways that we can discuss with them so that they can follow that up with their postpartum appointment at about six or eight weeks. Um, Someone who just had a vaginal birth, minimum tears, we can see them a lot more sooner who has no complications. Someone who has had some complications, obviously we wanna wait until they're cleared. C-section, we typically like to wait after six to eight weeks until they're cleared uh, for all the different reasons because of how the healing works personally i had a second c section i did my i started my pelvic floor therapy at 3 weeks postpartum
0: yeah myself. It felt like that was right for your body yeah. so it totally
2: depends on each and every one on how their comfort zone is but 100% women 100% women after childbirth should get postpartum evaluation no later than 8 weeks postpartum uh I would say a typical timeline is between six to eight weeks. If you want to wait until that timeframe, that's great because things are still settling back into your body. You're still recovering. You should still prioritize rest. I, I always say sleep first. Everything else can wait because there's nothing better than sleep that can help you recover and regenerate. So, um, but we can see you at that point. And it's so crucial because there are things that we assess that nobody else ever assesses. And that could inspire not here today, but tomorrow. Like people have problems 20 years after childbirth. That's because they missed this basic timing.
0: Right. What What are a few of those things that you assess at that time? I think it's so important for women to know it is so crucial. That timing is so crucial. But just to give a little bit more insight and education as to what possibly you could be looking for. So it can prompt a woman to be like, oh, wait, I don't want to wait to go through that I would rather just follow up yes
2: you know one of the biggest thing um most women want is to get back to their shape uh they want to get lose their mommy pooch get you know a fearful about diastasis because there's so much out there you know diastasis is pretty it is present in 100% women when they're pregnant it's not like a, you know, it's not an instant relief that's going to just happen right after the baby's out. It's a process of healing. And we lo- what we learn and what we look at is how your body's handling pressure. Because more than the diastasis, we really need to understand with your growing baby or if it's your second one, you have a toddler that you're still carrying, how is your ba- body handling those pressures? If you're, I mean... Y- Think about it. You're back to doing everything in no time right -hmm. after having a baby. So we want to look at your muscle alignment, your diastasis, your pressure system, how you're nursing, because that can change the curvature of your spine. That can change the orientation of of your muscles down there. Uh, Most importantly, with the pressure, we're looking at the diastasis and the prolapse, like the two different things that could possibly change. Um, It is not uncommon, it's not fearful, but what what is more fearful is when people don't assess a few different things, they resume uh, activities and exercises because technically they're safe, you know, by law, because everyone is cleared to a lot more other exercises or activities at that point. But it's one of those things you have to gauge on how much your body can handle. Just because you were carrying 250 pounds and doing those weight lifts while you were pregnant, doesn't mean that's where your body is ready for today. Like I've worked with women who were cleared at six weeks postpartum to go and resume their exercise workouts and started lifting and had really bad pressure in the pelvic region and had no idea what to do. And went, you know, and it's at that point when you teach them, when you explain them that, you know, you need to step back and we need to build up to that. It's completely reversible if it's done in the timeline and if it's done within safe limits. So I believe it is a perfect and a crucial time for everything to heal down there, which um, which as pelvic floor therapists, we look at the system. We look at how your body is handling the whole pressure, head to toe, how you're walking, how's everything working in, in togetherness. Did that help?
0: Absolutely. Yes. And now a word from our sponsor. Most people don't realize the connection between the immune and digestive systems. In fact, 70 to 80% of your immune system lives in your gut. That's why it's so important to protect yourself daily. Stellar Biotics are pioneers in immune and gut health with 20 plus years of science behind their metabiotic and probiotic supplements. They are all natural, proven safe and effective for everyone in your family, children, nursing mothers, and even pets. I trust them for my family's immune and gut health support, and I hope you consider them for your family too. Learn more at stellarbiotics.com and use coupon code DrCC10 to get 10% off your purchase today. So we've talked quite a bit about pregnancy and postpartum, but let's move on even further in life for women. And can you talk to us a little bit about how potentially pelvic floor therapy can help women who are going through or perimenopausal going through menopause, postmenopausal, some of the symptoms that you can see resolving or improving with pelvic floor therapy? Yeah,
2: no, great question. So pelvic
0: floor therapy is, if you look at the timeline,
2: it can help and work with anyone who's four year old to there's no end to this, <laughs> to whatever age you are. Because when you, but these are crucial times. These are crucial times when hormones change, when a woman's first start has, having periods, when they are pregnant, when they're postpartum, when they're perimenopausal or premenopausal and postmenopausal and menopausal. So crucial hormonal changes formulate a timeline. Things change, hormones shift, and those things Im- impact or change the orientation and the support system within. Your pelvic region, uh, your pelvic floor suspends and supports your three major organs, which is your bladder, bowel, and your uterus. When uh, when someone is going through hormonal changes, especially around menopausal, they go through vaginal thinning, they go through a lot more different changes, which creates uh, almost like thinning of the walls and prolapse is one of the biggest thing that sort of just appears. And people are like, oh, I didn't know this existed until I just took a shower and I felt a bulge. But I never had that a few weeks ago. Well, nothing just happens. Like nothing just really falls in your body. Like that's not what happens. But your body has shown signs and things really can trigger it. And so we really go back to understanding why and how that changes. A lot of times women will start having leakage around that time frame too. So though urgency is the other thing or chronic pain, like, you know, a lot of different things are related. Low back pain or chronic low back pain is the number one reason for pelvic floor dysfunction. So think about people have low back, people talk about low back pain as such a common thing. And those things are pretty typical in this time range just because uh, when the hormones are changing, people do experience musculoskeletal changes too. And with gut changes too, constipation, all of those are sort of correlated. And this attaches and connects the dots between the orthopedic or the musculoskeletal system, the GI system and the pelvic floor system. Like we comprise and compile these together to really help these women in that front. And it's completely reversible. We can treat, they can be a hundred percent symptom-free.
0: I think that's so important for women to know, because I get, I am sure you get this question a lot too, but I get this question a lot with certain things that I look at on labs. Can you treat this? Can we get rid of this? Can this be reversed? And so I think that's very important for women to know that even with something to them, a, a prolapse, it feels so significant and it feels, and you're almost told that either one, nothing can be done or two, surgically it needs to be handled. So to just hear that it is reversible with something non-invasive like pelvic Mm -hmm. therapy, I think is such important information to know. Is there, and, and I completely agree with you, everyone is born with this. So at any point in time for women, especially it can be helpful. Is there any other kind of crucial time you see in a woman's life that we didn't mention kind of going prenatal pregnancy, postpartum and menopausal that maybe a woman out there needs to hear as to how, you know, could the timing could be right for them.
2: Yes. And I was just speaking of the timeline. um, Of course, pediatrics and, you know, pediatric pelvic health is a completely different stream. But, you know, it can start off uh, right after party training, technically, anyone, and everyone, Someone who's leaking, bedwetting can start there. Someone who just started having periods, young girls, heavy, crampy periods. Mm -hmm. Endometriosis is on a rise. There are diagnoses, there are no diagnoses for a lot of these problems too. And guess what? The first line of treatment is birth control. And Dr. Brooks, you know about this. It's it's heartbreaking to see when um, conservative care is not even um, expressed. You can be completely pain-free. we worked with so many young girls who have no clue why they're on the birth control pills. And um, to help them answer, there's nothing against medications. I believe just to have the tools to be able to heal naturally, you know, you're giving your body a fair chance to heal and understand how to process information. Because it's very new. Your body has never gone through this. And it's a lot of new information for your body to process through. So I believe that is a very, very crucial time. I feel like that could be a great way for uh, young girls, young you know, moms to even know, to educate their girls that if you're having this, let's try pelvic floor therapy. Because guess what? There is no side effect to pelvic floor therapy. Either it's going to help you or it's not going to help you. But there's no side effect. And I would say for sure, it's always going to help you in some form or the other. Uh, Whether or not it can solve every problem, that is different because if there is a medical predisposition, there are different things that we need to do and different people that we need to see. Um, But we have the team, we have the understanding where you could go, where you can, you know, and even help you understand because a lot of times diagnosis are something that one's not prepared for, and they're not even sure how to handle that. And oftentimes, we don't need to diagnose, and I feel like it just helps dealing with that process. Um, the second, moving on into into that timeline, I think even when someone's trying to get pregnant, fertility care and pelvic floor therapy has a big correlation. Um, I believe fertility care can hugely, hugely. helped i think it is and at rise there's so much infertility nowadays um people just don't know the real reason there's just unknown infertility i guess that's the term that's that i commonly see these days we just don't know why they're infertile and there's no way of knowing and there's stress there's trauma there's adhesions there's so many different things there could be sports-related trauma um, endometriosis or other things that can create so much adhesions down there that can limit and impact. And pelvic floor therapy has almost provided a way to help for you know, help with your fertility journey. It does not necessarily substitute, but it really enhances your journey in a very good way. And there are lots of research supporting this now. And that is a huge thing. Well, then moving up, there is pregnancy, postpartum. And women, especially I see between 40s and 60s that suddenly start having a a shift in their bodies. And either they start having symptoms, either they start having, uh, they just feel like they want to take care of themselves. Like they want to just pause and take a step back and get things together because they have been on the go since the beginning. And now they just feel like they have more time for themselves. And I believe that is when um, there's no right or wrong time. I feel like better, the sooner the better, but if it has to be later, let's say as long as you do it, at least you can help yourself quite a bit. And um, moving on, you know, there's so much we can do, like we said about prolapse, although there are times that we cannot always reverse prolapse in all the other situations, but we could greatly do so much help with even pessary management. Um right. and that could, you know, help even as even if that is somebody who needs surgery in the future, you've given that body a fair chance to heal, recover, prepare, and then proceeding with the surgery rather than your body having to do everything with the surgery
1: beautiful well there's no time like the present to start now i mean the mm-hmm. best time to start is, yeah. is yesterday Today. the second the, ten- the second time to start is now so yeah. how can our audience um find you and get in touch with you on the social medias your website kind of anything that you've got offering up um available to start working with our pelvic floor and to learn more about working with you share those details with us
2: yes and we love to uh just chat like if there's someone we, we're here because we want to help and educate more and more people and if there is if you're in doubt you know go through our website it has a lot of information on what we do uh, it's at oncorephysicaltherapy.com and uh, there is a link there where you can obviously submit a form and you know put your questions down there or just leave a chat There for us, and we'll reach back out to you and we'll schedule a phone call and we'll go over all your questions and concerns. We just want to spread and educate as many people so that they can think about helping themselves and not probably hiding behind thinking, okay, well, just because I am in the menopause phase, this is normal. Just because I had a baby, this is normal. There's nothing like normal, there is more of a common. Symptoms that happen, a lot of common findings. But if there is something that's Im- that makes you embarrassed or stressed, or if it is taking, if it is a big stressor in your life, it's not worth it. Let's let's just handle it.
1: And we'll make sure everything's linked down below in the show notes, so you can just click on the link um
0: and to go- easily find Dr. you yes. yes. And th- thank you so much for joining us to talk about all things women related. You guys stay tuned for part two of this conversation, because I really want to dive into the lesser known reasons as to who can benefit from pelvic floor therapy. I think that most people know that it can impact women, but there's so much more to it. So y'all stay tuned. Thank you so much, Dr. Pancholi. We look forward to continuing this conversation and until next time. Let's let's discover together. together. Hey, discover. Let's
1: discover more. Find episode link in today's show notes. Follow us on Instagram and TikTok at TheDiscoveryDoc. Connect with us on Facebook at the Discovery Doc. Like and subscribe on YouTube. Find us wherever you listen to podcasts. Visit our website, TheDiscoveryDoc.com. This podcast is produced by Soulpreneurs Association, empowered by soulsoftware.co. Empowering your digital journey with innovative solutions. content provided in this podcast provides general information and discussions on various topics related to health, wellness, and medical advancements. However, it is essential to understand that the content provided in this podcast is not intended to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. The hosts, guests, and contributors are individuals sharing their personal experiences, opinions, and knowledge in their respective fields. While they strive to provide accurate, up-to-date information, medical knowledge is constantly evolving, and the information presented in this podcast may not always reflect the most current research and medical guidelines. It is crucial to consult with a qualified healthcare professional or medical expert for specific medical concerns. Never disregard professional medical medical advice or delay seeking medical treatment based on the information presented in this podcast. The Discovery Doc Podcast encourage listeners to use their own judgment and discretion while implementing any suggestions, recommendations, or lifestyle changes discussed in this episode. Each individual's medical situation is unique and may work for one, may not be suitable or safe for another. The podcast hosts, guests, and contributors are not liable for any direct, indirect, consequential, or incidental damages or harm that may arise from listening or acting upon the information provided in this podcast. Listeners are responsible for their own health decisions and should exercise caution and seek professional guidance when necessary. By listening to this podcast, you acknowledge that you have read, understood, and agreed to this medical disclaimer. If you have any questions or concerns about this medical disclaimer, please consult a qualified healthcare professional.